You are memeing. Hey, hey, hey Frisk. Jimmy. You are dreaming. You are dreaming. Let's retake that. It could have been my chat that changed the world. In the glasses, I'm having a uh, Neo experience right now. <laughs> Take the blue pill. It's not worth it. I don't care. I'm, I'm, here, I'm here basically, basically to make things not confusing, right? That's just my job. Oh, wait, no, no, no. I'm supposed to be the one that makes things confusing. <laughs> I think there are memes in this piece. Actually, in the music? Yeah, like that was one. You are dreaming? That's a meme? I had, yeah, I hadn't heard about it before. Well, it's a meme in the sense that it gets stuck in your mind. And then, like, it just loops over and over in your mind. That could be You know what too. we should have talked about beforehand? <laughs> what? Is so what? technically I you know it's my episode right I brought uh, it's my subject and everything. Am I like doing the introduction or are you doing the introduction? <laughs> Will you do me a kindness? Go go for it. Hey everyone. It's the Metal Loaf podcast with Frisk Thornhill and Woody Stevens. I'm Woody Stevens. And uh, and I'm Frisk Thornhill. There, there's Frisk. Erwin's somewhere around hey. here. He says hi. He's waving. What's up, Erwin? How you doing tonight? I think this is his favorite part. Well, it's a pretty awesome part. I like turtles. Pretty awesome. I like it. I, and I hadn't heard the lyrics until now, really. You are dreaming. And then you, that uh, chick uh, just said, and you are still awake? Like, what does that mean? Erwin, hey. Erwin, turn it down. Down, 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 Erwin. Given tonight's topic, you should have changed it to, you are memeing. You are memeing. And boom goes the dynamite. That's good. I know. I wish I'd thought about it sooner. I would have told you to do that. <laughs> you get plus five for puns. Yay, me. So, uh... I posed a question to you the other day. I think we should talk about it. Uh, what is a meme? Meme, yeah. That's a good question. I know it's a good question. Seriously, though, what is a meme? I don't know what a meme is. I've Somebody said it at work the other day, and I was very confused. And I was like, I don't know what a meme is. Oh, man, you're looking, for a, you're looking for a meme specialist. I'm not a memeatologist. I'm looking for a memeical. A is that how the song goes? All I need is a memical. All I need is you. Uh, so my question to you was, what is a meme? Uh, because I I enjoy memes. Um, I don't know if you do. In fact, maybe you told um, me that you don't enjoy memes, and that's why I said, hey, I'm going to make him talk about memes. Yeah, I mean, in my book, memes are about the same level as mosquitoes. So, okay, so that's a that's good that you feel that way because I'm going to change your mind tonight. How about that? Or today or whenever you're listening out there, listener. It's I can be open-minded toward mosquitoes. Go for it. <laughs> it's tonight for us. It's uh Um I don't go I don't go outside. You yeah. I did go outside today because there's the people building a 
a, a neighborhood behind our house. They're like doing, you know, they're they're laying out the grid and the roads and everything. And uh, they were being like super duper loud today, and they were jackhammering or something and just shaking my house. So I like went out there and got up on our trampoline and started jumping up and down so I could see what they were doing. <laughs> I'm sure they were like, "What is this guy?" <laughs> Did you so, do like a Doppler effect on your voice and go? Magnificent <laughs> <laughs> effort. So, uh, according to Wikipedia, which is in itself a kind of a meme, a meme, or more commonly known simply as, oh wait, so our, an internet meme, or more commonly simply known as a meme, is an idea, behavior, image, or style that is spread via the internet. Now. When we're talking about memes, just a little bit of a history lesson here. Uh, It's not necessarily – memes predate the internet. But when we talk about memes nowadays, we usually talk about internet memes. But memes predate the internet. Um, If you've ever heard of uh, Kilroy, Kilroy is here. Have you ever heard of that? You sent me that. And I spent probably about – 10 minutes trying to wrap my head around it and I couldn't couldn't quite get there well for our listeners I'll go ahead and, and explain uh, Kilroy a little bit um, so Kilroy is a drawing that started popping up all over all over the place and it's been, and it really uh, became kind of a thing I guess it kind of started uh, in World War II um Soldiers were drawing it on walls and stuff like that, uh, places that they stayed, barracks and stuff like that, places that they, you know, buildings that they maybe hid out in or something during a siege or something. They would draw this little guy, and, and you've seen it before. Uh, it's like a man with a very large nose peeking over a fence, and his nose, like, droops down uh, past the fence line. It's a very easy drawing to make. Um, the thing that's remarkable remarkable about it was that they can't really find how it got so widespread. Like, obviously, you could say that a man drew Kilroy somewhere and another soldier saw it and he drew it and then another soldier and then multiple soldiers saw it and they drew it 10 other places and then 10 more, you know, each of those 10 had 10 people see it and draw it. You could say that. But given the, the rapid spread of it, um, people who study this kind of thing, um, they say that it's almost impossible for it to have passed around that way. So it brings up this idea of like shared consciousness and and all those kinds of uh, really intelligent uh, thought experiments and stuff that you like to do. Um, so that's why I thought you would you would really uh, in, find that meme in particular interesting so that's a that's kind of one of the first um things that we really uh we call memes but me yeah you know i've also seen things where people talk about well if you look at cave paintings cave paintings are technically memeish magnificent effort in their uh you know you know there's there's uh they i, I believe i read an article once where they were saying they found cave paintings of uh animals that really didn't exist in that area so, like, how did they know about this animal, you know, other than through either word of mouth 
with other uh, cavemen or, you know, again, shared consciousness kind of stuff. Um, but the, the real purpose of our discussion today is internet memes because I love them, you hate them. Uh, so let's, let's uh, fast forward a little bit uh, past Kilroy, from the cave paintings past Kilroy, and, you know, here comes the internet in the 90s. Al Gore, thank you so much for giving it to us. Um, yeah, he did a great job. Yeah, he's a, he's a really nice guy. I voted um, for him, too. I did, you know, I didn't vote in that election, so I guess maybe my fault? I don't know. That's one I didn't vote in. No, no it's, it's Chad's fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, Chad. So l- let me ask you, what... What do you think of that idea that that a meme can be uh, spread through uh, through subconscious, through through shared consciousness and stuff like that? Uh, no, I mean I was kind of gonna move in that direction. I didn't expect you to kind of charge in that direction so quickly. So I'm kind of like. I'm doing off my game. A I'm bit. so much deeper than you give me credit for. That's just It is interesting and um boy, I can speculate. I can sure speculate. But because so, it's about consciousness, that's about all that I can do. <laughs> don't let's not get into the internet memes part cuz I I have more about that, but let's just talk about just the idea of a I mean actually I believe Richard Dawson Dawson Richard Dawson was the Dawkins. one who coined the term meme. Richard Dawkins. What did I say, Dawson? Who's Richard Dawson? Did he da- host da- uh Dawson. Didn't they, yeah. have they have a creek? No, Rich, Richard Dawson, I think, was the host of uh, Family Feud. <laughs> did his family have a creek? No, but he had a feudal family. That's why he started the game show. Oh, my, my 90s memory is like all jumbled. I'm gonna have. To, I gotta figure out this Richard Dawson thing. So anyway, go go ahead. You go Rick, ahead and give Richard me. Richard Dawkins. Your... No, I know you're Richard Dawkins. Yeah, Richard Dawkins. Richard Dawkins he, is he, the uh, he and the atheist. The internet, right? Yeah. And he's the yeah. one who coined the term meme. I'm trying to figure out who Richard yeah. Dawson is. But you go ahead and tell me Dick, what you think. Dick, Dick, Dick Dawson. I bet he's 65. He's like an old vacuum cleaner salesman. I That's was him, right. right. I was right. Richard Dawson was what? the original host of uh, Family Feud. Oh, damn. He did not... He had nothing to do with memes until... Family Feud had nothing to do with memes until much later whenever Steve Harvey became the host of Family Feud. Then it's memeish, Very memeish. Anyway. That was the age of the internet. The internet memified everything. All right. So, uh, shared consciousness and memes... Go with, go with it. So, there's some interesting things going on, and I'll be speaking out of pocket in some ways. This is the benefit of sitting in a dark room where nobody can see me and having private conversations that nobody else will hear. Even if we actually release this, I'm pretty certain nobody's going to hear this. <laughs> well, so. I was going to tell you, I was listening to uh, one of our previous episodes uh, yesterday, um, uh-huh. The one about um, flat Earth and all that stuff, flat flat universe, yeah. donut hole, and all that. Yeah. Uh, and I found it very funny that we began the the podcast by mocking flat earthers and people who believe in chemtrails, like government, uh, you know, government 
agents in, in the chemtrails, whatever. And then we spent like an hour <laughs> just basically talking out of our ass with no scientific <laughs> evidence to prove anything that we were saying. We're just, we just kept saying, but, well, you know, other scient- scientists have proven this, but we didn't show any evidence of that. So anyway. Yeah, but so admittedly, I'm going to take a little bit of credit here for producing this because I planned that. <laughs> That's a great character arc. I planned that. I don't think anybody noticed. I don't think anybody listened. But if they listen, I don't think they notice. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know. I kind of like being creative. I'm like a ninja creative creator. I can't use words very well. But I can twist things to make myself look really bad. (laughs) I'm really good at that. Okay, so (laughs) side note. Okay, I don't even have to twist anything. I just look bad. <laughs> so me okay memes is kind of, this there's so many things that i can unpack here and i'm i feel kind of limited i'm also intimidated because the dunning kruger effect alarm is still in the studio ah oh, get that thing out of here man um, that thing yeah i'm kind of because i'm feeling kind of reserved like i was thinking about maybe just turning it off and then if we need to do a set because they're they are they like the episode that we did even though it's not released yet, I sent them a rough draft, and so they're letting us keep it. Um, I don't know if that's good or bad. Did they? Did you negotiate we... some kind of payment, or at least get well, me one? Well, here, I, I mean, I'll send you. Um, I can sample it. Yeah. Don't. And you can have your own. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't send me the uh, salesman's contact number or anything. I don't want to talk to that guy. Yeah, okay. Should video that'd be that'd be some epic YouTube though, if you did. Because this is an emergent company. I think Elon Musk is investing in Oh God. Dunning Kruger effect alarm systems. Wait, is he actually that's gonna what, do it or is he I gonna heard. back out because of some BS reason that he knew about way before he even offered? Yeah, that's as your guess is good as mine, but I do have Elon Musk on my fantasy reality team. So I mean, I trust him with making me some cash here and there. <laughs> oh my God! Playing suckers. Let's get back to the topic because we're just okay. going off. <laughs> I really listen. Memes are Let's, very important to me, so we gotta get we gotta stay on topic okay. this time. Okay, <clears throat> we'll try because you kind of left. You're right. You just you left. You kicked the ball to me, and then I ended up kicking it out of the ballpark down the street to the park. Yeah. Um, the consciousness thing. Okay, Dunning-Kruger effect alarm system is off. I'm going to try to speak as freely as I feel within the limitations of what I know. And it's interesting because information does have viral attributes. Information itself has viral attributes. What does that mean? Well, it seems like information can travel according to its own physics. It can spread very fast. Um, And this is, there's a lot of evidence for this in archaeology. I mean, you can just look at the growth of technology over the last, say, 20 or 30 years. You see that information travels rapidly. Uh, The technology evolves. So there are aspects that tie into human cognition and here's my hesitancy is that we to kind of dive into this according to my twisted worldview 
we have to drag aspects of human cognition into it. And I'm game to do that, but I'm worried that a lot of people aren't. How do you feel about that? Well, all I have to say to you, man, is this is your podcast, so it doesn't really matter what they want. Uh, that's a good call. Listen, that's I'm very interested in hearing hearing this because, I, I, you know, I'm hoping that you give me what I think you're going to give me, which is something that will, like, yeah, okay. allow me to <laughs> flip it back on you and and make you believe all right. be a, a mean believer. All right. The challenge is on. All right. So here we go. So memes. What are memes? Mm. Basic level, memes are information. Any kind of meme is information. However, it's kind of information with irony. It's complex information. Well, it's Okay. Yeah. So that's what an that's a lot of what internet memes are. And I haven't really gotten into what they are yet. I was talking starting off just specifically talking about what is a meme, what is the idea of a meme and stuff. If you want to talk about internet memes, we may need to go ahead and kind of go down the history of them. Okay, so we're, that's the you're saying I'm jumping into the next segment prematurely um, then. Well, I was I was getting I was wanting to get your your thoughts on just the idea have, of a meme. Um, I have premature segment dysfunction. But if your if your basis of what a meme is is that it's what an internet meme is, which is like it is information that's being shared, but there's like a there's humor to it, there's irony to it, because a meme doesn't have to be humorous or ironic. Right. It just is information that's being shared. Right. Um, so most of the time, it is in image form or, uh, you know, I mean, movie quotes or memes, basically. You know, like uh, I got a this thing right here on my wall is movie quotes and there there's like 101 best movie quotes of all time. Will you say that again? They're all memes because they're just ideas shared through, you know, dissemination and all that. So let's do you, do you want me to go ahead and kind of give a rundown of the history of internet memes? Yeah, let's do that before we dive in because again, it's going to get messy if I start diving into yeah, it. It's going exactly. to get messy. So let's yeah. All right. Okay. Sorry. I just felt like at first I was talking a lot and I wanted you to have a voice because that's how I'm a giving person. Well, Woody, this is your podcast this time. <laughs> no, this 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 is mine. Yeah, so internet memes uh, they surprisingly do not predate the internet. They actually came about after the internet came about. Um, and it's surprising. It, it, it's it's I, crazy how I, that I works. I, I thought I caught, ran across a few internet memes pre-internet. Yeah, you you saw. <laughs> I might have I might you, have false memories. You uh, <laughs> when you were a baby, you remember having an I can't has cheeseburger uh, uh, onesie when yeah, you were a baby. I have in flashbacks the 80s. of yeah. Yeah, I have flashbacks of like a kitten hanging from a limb. <laughs> well, okay, so that's bringing that up. Um, the early days of internet memes were basically what we would refer to as like inspirational poster kind of material. Like, in fact, um, one of the one of the big memes in the you know late nineties, early aughts. Uh, was demotiv- demotivation posters like they would they would look like motivation posters that you would buy in the nineties the eighties and nineties, um, but they were like instead of so- saying something like 
you know, uh, courage. It's what, you know, it's what helps us get through life. I don't remember any of them. Um, yeah. It would say something like courage. It's a lion from the Wizard of Oz, you know, and it would just have a picture yeah. of the, you know, you've seen what you some all over. Yeah. You saw yeah. them all over corporate offices. Yeah. Well, that's what There's the motive like leadership. Yeah, the leadership. motivational. Yeah, <laughs> the the original motivational posters were that way, but the the memes were demotivational, where they would they would take that and de- deconstruct it and make it something else. Like where you have something like leadership, it's you know it would say leadership, and underneath it would say something we all do when we probably shouldn't, or something like that. You know, yeah. something we follow liked, that we probably. I always shouldn't. liked amb- ambition is less. Than procrastination. Ambition. You talking is about less a, than pro- Is that demotivational or motivational? My, yeah, my brain that, doesn't that, really. That was, that was my jam for years. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> uh, so in the in the late nineties, early two thousands, we started. We got that internet going right. Uh, people started getting online. I guess you know. Early 90s, of course, the internet was around in the 80s and 90s, but late 80s and 90s and early 90s, but not not much, not many of us were on it. It was really towards the end of the 90s, we all started getting on it and started uh, basically sharing ideas, sharing memes. But then this thing came about where we started taking images uh, of one thing or another, and we would share this image, and it became, an, a lot of times it was about humor, it was uh, about irony. Um, and you know, these came in the forms of images and videos. The term viral video came about, uh, when YouTube came, popped up in the early two thousands, uh, then Facebook came around, then Twitter and then a whole bunch of other things. And basically from that point on, we, uh, we become a meme generation or a meme culture, uh, even in our like everyday life. I, I remarked last year, 2021, I believe, and then again here in 2022, if you go and you watch every single commercial from the Super Bowl, every single one is, it it plays off of some meme, some TikTok trend, some kind of uh, thing that you only find online. And then all of a sudden it's showing up in our advertising. There's movies. There was a, you know, Snakes on a Plane was a movie that basically, it was made, it was like a B movie and everything. It was probably, it was, I I believe it wasn't even going to get like a a, a wide release. And then all of a sudden the internet found out about it and made it a meme where it was like, you know, showing pictures of snakes, like big giant snakes on top of a plane, you know, stuff like that. And it like, it became so popular that they, they upped it to a wide release. I think they went back and reshot some things just based on the memes that they saw and stuff. Um, most recently, uh, have, have you heard about this? The, the stuff with the Morbius being re-released? Yeah. Yeah. So Morbius comes out and it's a terrible movie. I haven't seen it, but I, I know it's a terrible movie. I could have told you it was a terrible movie like three years ago when I saw the first trailer for it. Uh, it's a terrible movie. Nobody sees it. Uh, but people started making jokes about it on Reddit and 4chan and like other places. I don't know about 4chan. I just threw that out there. I'm, I don't touch 4chan, so I don't know. Um, but on Reddit for sure, on Twitter, uh, they made this, this joke and it became a meme of it's morbid time. 
uh, which, uh, you know, is a play on It's Morphin Time from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Well, you're right. Uh, but they used it with Mor- Morbius, so it's Morbin Time. And it became so popular online that Sony was like, hey, look how popular Morbius is. We'll go ahead and re-release it. And, of course, you know, nobody went and saw it because it's a terrible movie that nobody wants to see. Um, but, again, so just establishing that basically in the late 90s, early 2000s, we started sharing images, primarily humor-related images. And then it just, from there, it blew up. And I find it, one of the things I really find interesting about memes that I, and I you know, I tend to watch a lot of like different uh, YouTube videos and, and read articles about memes and stuff is just the different eras of memes. Like, like memes have taken on this thing of like, you know, back in the nineties, it was like this simple time, you know, like the, the almost the pre dawn, you know, of, of like, it was basically the memes were cave cavemen, you know? Um, and then uh, in the early 2010s, they became a little bit more, you know, uh, self-aware, I guess. Um, and then by the by the like now, it's funny to me that like a meme in like 2001 was you know a, 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 a image of uh, George Bush picking his nose. You know, from an interview that he, you know, is like off camera. He wasn't supposed to be on camera at that point. Um, it's a get, you know, you see that gif everywhere back then. And now it's like a meme is like uh, Megamind asking you if you have any bitches, you know. <laughs> and it doesn't make any sense. But unless you know what it's, you know, a, like... I can imagine there's people going, it's Morbin time. What does that mean? Like, it makes sense if you know what to, what it is about. And so um, I believe that's not really probably the best explanation of what memes are or, or the history of memes, but it's my explanation of what memes are with the history of memes. And now I will throw it back to you to tell me what you think of memes and start telling me all the big brain stuff you like to tell me about. So, I've never been interested in memes, really. Um, but I've never, you know, as a kid, I used to read cartoons. Because to me, that's the closest thing that memes are. If I just take a very sort of simple understanding of it, because I can easily overanalyze it. And why spend the energy to overanalyze it? Because that's kind of what you do. Uh, when I can just kind of dismiss it as a cartoon well you know that t- has a cost i have to like pick my battles and memes have just never been a battle for me that i want to pick but <clears throat> so so for me okay let's think about this so the brain is an information regulator very basic the human brain is an information regulator you're constantly your brain is constantly juggling memories it's constantly sort of receiving input from the environment when you're awake. Um, so let's say that mission critical features of human cognition deal with regulating information and not getting overstimulated with information. Um, but learning just enough information, they'll make thoughtful, predictable, predictable models about the world and to navigate the world in relationships with those mental models. What, what does that have to do with means? 
Well, what I'm trying to say is that there is a premium on information that can be bundled and compressed, com com complex information that can be bundled and compressed into the simplest form. And for a lot of people, this might be like thinking in pictures like me. Words ne were never a strong point for me. I'm a very visual thinker, so most of my thoughts occur with visual images. Um, and I, I might be weird that way. I, I know I'm not. I know other people that are like that. No, but you're not weird. That's very common. Yeah. So, but the idea is, if the brain can find a way to information crunch in the most efficient way possible, it will do that. So, and I'm trying not to deep dive. I'm just trying to hit one little level at a time. So what I'm saying is memes are like sugar. Uh, sugar tastes good to most people because the brain runs on sugar. So when we encounter sugars in our diet, our brains go, woohoo, this is what I need. Meme, yeah. And so memes are kind of like sugar in that way. The information form of sugar and that it's a super efficient mechanism for the brain to encounter process and store information with memes even today that i've noticed that information that might be associated with memes relates to identity right. so some people identify with certain themes genres of memes whatever it is so that's my shallow deep dive okay just okay just to say brain values condensed and compressed information and that's what memes are so so guess what you gave okay. me what i wanted not okay. exactly like i thought you would but you gave me what i wanted and i'm just going to tell you that sugar rust that that's what makes memes great because the thing that that happens is we see something funny we see something we find funny. And yes, you're right. It's tied into your identity. For instance, uh, if I see a meme that um, is, you know, something like the liberal agenda and it makes fun of like, you know, like I've seen I've seen these memes on Facebook. Like I have family members that post memes on Facebook that, that I don't find funny at all. So... I don't identify with them, so they don't give me that sugar rush of excitement. Where I see memes, you know, on you know, in other pl other places that I do identify with, and it gives me that sugar rush. But the thing about that that I find so interesting and great is that when you give, and it's, it's to, to be honest with you, sugar rush is not really the greatest uh, peril, not the greatest uh, analogy for like it. A like a dopamine rush? Dopamine rush is a better because yeah. You give someone that 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 rush. Oh, that's funny. I like that. But but what you're doing is you're you're laying in some information in there that you know, it, it's not it doesn't it's not necessarily subliminal, but it cuz it's some of these memes are very uh, you know, uh, they're on, you know, they're on the nose, you know, you know exactly what they're saying. But it puts it in your brain. That's the thing about the way our world operates now is that we're constantly, whether it's you know marketing, whether it's politics, uh, you know religion, anything that like all we're all people are trying to do is put information in your brain. Look, 
if did you see um, Bo Burnham's Inside on Netflix? Uh, no. I okay. I highly recommend it. You should definitely see it. Uh, it is so he shot it during the pandemic, like all in like his like guest house out in the out in his backyard. Um, and his first the first song on there um, is uh, he's just talking about. Hey, look! I I made you some content, and that's a lot of what he talks about. Is that, and he comes at it from a very uh, depressing, like the world sucks. Look, look what we've done. We've we basically made our ourselves into memes, like, and we and something that I was going to bring up, and that's what we you know, I, you know, I asked you about this. Um, who who do you think was the first? Uh, Meme president, the first president of the United States that was elected because of memes. Okay, so I I would have a different answer prior to tonight, but I watched the news and watched coverage of the January 6th hearings, mm-hmm. and there was a shot of uh, police officers in the Capitol Rotunda, and there was a picture of George Washington handing over the military to Congress and stepping down. And I thought, that's a meme. Yeah. George Washington, the first meme. George Washington was the first meme, meme, president. meme president. Any president was a meme president. Like you yeah, go throughout history, right. the campaign slogans are memes, you know? Yeah, we, uh, and you do a high five. Psh. Yeah, virtual high five, there we go. <laughs> virtual high five. <laughs> you know, it's funny, we've been talking this whole time. I don't think I've, What? what's Erin doing? Is he asleep? Like. He, we haven't even talked to him. Like we usually, like at some point, we've messed with him at some point. But he's like, he hasn't messed with us. He's, ne- he's nervous because he is a meme. He is a meme. Yeah, he's nervous. He's he's getting her away. He's our meme. Uh, <laughs> Don't take but, it personally. But yeah, you're right because I've I've had this conversation with people, and and really what started this was like, uh, so. Man, I've been beating around the bush about this, but I used to work in journalism. I used to, you know, work for for TV stations. Used to work uh, mostly. I mostly did local stuff, but there was a while that I did some some uh, regional and national stuff. Um, and uh, I was doing that during Obama's uh, campaign, right? And one of the things that struck me that I didn't see a lot. During Bush's campaign, which again at that time I was not in journalism, uh, I started <laughs> the night that he got elected. Uh, but like Obama's, like it was like memes all over the place. Like his freaking the whole thing he ran on hope is a meme. Yeah. Which I'll come back and to people, that in a and little people bit. Pray- yeah, people praised him for his his novel marketing, right? Yeah. Reaching out to younger generations. It was sure it was a poster, but that poster was mostly online. Like that that image of, of the uh, you know the, the the street art image looking image, um, you know it it uh, it was just a meme. And then I've you know so when I ask that to other people, I've had people tell me Trump was the first meme president because it, you know I mean there was in the lead up to his. You mean the actual meme? He was like yeah, an actual he, meme. He is a meme, and also like. A lot of what got him elected was was all the memes about MAGA, all the the memes that showed up on yeah. our the Donald, you know. Um, yeah. So, like, I, I would say that 
he has a stronger case to be like not only the first president to be elected using memes, but also using internet memes, uh, but also using, but also being a meme himself. That's one of the things when, yeah. when Biden got elected, I, I think I tweeted something like, you know, yeah, he's I not voted meme friendly. Like, I voted for Biden. Happy he's president. I'm sad to see Trump go because man, the content was fantastic the last four years. Because like every day he would th- he would say something or do something that just became this huge meme and yeah. it was it was just it was awesome for somebody who just loves internet content it was awesome for me. Um, I mentioned the yeah. Obama. Go ahead, go ahead. You got something I was gonna to say? say? Trump was yeah. Trump was definitely the first WWF president. <laughs> I'd like I, you know honestly I think we should do this thing where we make every president. You know, at least at least show up on WWF, just so that we can have some memes of them getting you know knocked down or something. You know, well with Biden, you don't really have to worry could, about it. He falls down on his own, I guess. We can make him ice skate like Vladimir Putin. There you with go, like hockey you go. jerseys. I want also like I would like to see every president have to ride a horse shirtless. I would just. I want to see that. that. That should be something that we do for every every leader. Magnificent effort. Um, but so I mentioned the the Obama Hope uh, poster, right? Yeah, right. So so here's another thing about memes that I have had that I've had in depth conversations with people about. Uh, let me ask you this question: Do you consider internet memes art? Yeah, I mean, I have a, I would say I have a fairly liberal definition of art. Um, Just say yeah. no. Just say no. Yeah. It, it will help my company. No, it will help abs- my, yeah. absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, memes okay, are not great, art. Great. No. You're wrong. It's yes, they are art. <laughs> okay, so I have a friend. Man, glad we clarified that. <laughs> I have a friend that that has written three books on art. Okay, uh, I was consulting him because I was I was thinking about writing a book. I didn't I didn't write it. I didn't even write anything about it. I kind of just skimmed around it for about a year, like coming up with some concepts and stuff. My book was going to be called "I Suck at Art: An Artist's Journal or Memorial or I don't I can't remember what it was. It was about it was an artist talking about how he sucks at art." I've had a yeah. very hard time in my life explaining, not explaining, convincing myself that I am an artist, okay? Because I look at my art and and I don't think it's very good, and I don't have any kind of like, you know how you like you can you can spot a Picasso, right? You can spot um, a Steven Spielberg film. You can you can spot. You can, you know, the minute you hear a Michael Jackson song, you know, you, you know it. And that's, and that's, I'm just using very famous examples, but a lot of bands, a lot of artists, uh, a lot of filmmakers and stuff, you like, you know, their stuff when you see it. And I've never, there's no through line for anything that I've created over the years. And so I had a hard time saying, you know, I'm an artist, but then I got to really thinking about like, what is art, you know? And, uh, you know, the, the idea of memes as art has really kind of 
uh, stuck with me. And so I, I, I spoke with my friend. He's written a lot about art, about what is art and you know, art theory and stuff like that. So I posed the question to him. I said, I sent him an image and I've, sh- I've sent the image to you. And so I'm just going to describe it for our listeners here. It's a it's a picture of one of the minions, okay? And it's it's a low it's what we call a low quality picture, meaning that it is it's not high res. It's it's very uh, it's kind of pixelated. Uh, it looks uh, it's it's discolored. It looks like somebody took it into Photoshop and desaturated it a little bit. So they're not he's not as yellow as as a minion usually looks. Um, he let me pull it up just so I can perfectly describe it uh he's a little bit like he's making a face like his his uh, overalls are not blue they're actually purple uh he's making a kind of a funny face that uh, the minions make um and so he's just it's just him on a white background he's kind of off center in the square image uh, above him is the large uh large uh, word large text it says yuck exclamation point and to the side of him, and not not really centered into the picture. It's not aligned properly at all. It's actually some of the some of the font is like uh, some of the, the 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 A in in this is like kind of spilling onto his hand a little bit. Uh, it says, "Yuck! I just stepped in a big pile, and down below, uh, uh, under his feet, again, not centered in any way, not aligned in any way." Uh, it says, I just stepped in a big pile of Monday and I sent that to him. I find this, this image so amusing because first of all, when you think of the idea of like, oh, Monday suck, what cartoon do you think of? Garfield? Exactly. Right. So somebody took basically a Garfield meme, which by the way, Garfield the, I I you know I hate Mondays was a meme that came about before the internet. Um, somebody took that and put a minion in there, but they did it so terribly. Like it, if you maybe we can put this in the show notes. It's a terrible picture. It's not. There's nothing, you know. Any kind of like if you if you've seen any kind of like YouTube video or have any kind of yeah. instruction on graphic design, whoever created this had none of that. Well, yeah, um, it, it tell it tells me I want to create something, but I want to half-ass it. Yeah. Uh, now, there's two possibilities. There's, there's a that somebody was intentionally doing it half-ass to make it look this way, which I've done a lot of. Some so that's we'll get to that in a second. But that's I'll just it, go ahead and spoil it. That 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 was what I figured out. My through line is is that a lot of the stuff that I do. I do it intentionally bad to make it look intentionally bad, kind of like what you were talking about earlier to make yourself look bad. So um, what were you going to say? I was going to say, is intentional half-ass, is that 100% ass? <laughs> yes, because if you, you just half-ass it, it's You just didn't half-ass, half-ass it. You full-assed it. You were just trying to make it look like you half-assed it. So right, the other, I just wanted to clarify. Yeah, the other, the other uh, possibility is that someone tried to make it look good but they didn't know what they were doing, and so that and that's not really half-assing it. They just they didn't have the ability to full-ass it, you know. Um, now let me ask you this: If it's a person who was trying to make it look bad, is that art? If it was a person who was trying their best to make it look good, but they didn't know what they were doing, is that art? Which one of those is art, and which one isn't? 
Well, the unfortunate thing, I'm not like an art Hitler. I kind of think that art is in the eyes of the beholder. And I can imagine that at some point, you just, some uh, utter loser person. of this planet is going to look at that and say, that's art. <laughs> you're, you're the wrong person, man. You're Sorry. the wrong person to have this conversation with because I can't just... So, you're right. You're right. We're, this is the worst podcast ever. This is, we just no, keep not, making bad not. decisions. I actually, <laughs> it was messy, but thanks. If I was listening to this podcast right now and I didn't know who I was, I'd be like, that guy, he's got some stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've been riveted. I got to be honest. Uh, I've been white knuckled, not knowing where you're going with this. Um. So anyway, I believe that that memes are art, and so my friend, my my art history friend, like I don't even think it took him like. Yeah, I believe this was like via Facebook Messenger. This was like a few years ago. I don't think it took him like a minute. He responded with, "Absolutely not. That is not art." And uh, that's when I I went into it and I said, well, let me ask you this. Like, what is art? Because to me, you can look at uh, – there's no art historian. There's no art theory, uh, you know, no artist in the world that wouldn't, that wouldn't say that cave paintings are art, right? But we've already established that cave oh, paintings well. are memes. Mm. They're, they're, they're a form of art. Do you, think, right, do you right, know right, artists yeah. that would that – would, question that I think any honest artist would look at prehistoric cave art and say yeah this is definitely art um it may be so it's interesting you bring up cave paintings because there may actually be more significance with cave paintings than just being art in order to differentiate it from say an online meme which you can quarter ass put together uh, and feel some sense of accomplishment. The, the, so there's an author named David Lewis Williams whose hypotheses on some of the functions, the social functions of Paleolithic cave art, like at Lascaux, a lot of the French caves, the European caves, some of the earliest humans to live in Europe at that time, 40,000 years ago, 30,000 years ago, uh, and his argument is that cave symbols represent different stages in an exploration of the human's own mind. So, for example, at the beginning of, say, the Cave of Bulls at Lascaux, the Hall of the Bulls, the, the imagery is very realistic. But as you go deeper and deeper at different levels of the cave, the art becomes more abstracted until at the very deepest levels of the cave, it's pure abstraction. It's grids, it's grid lines. It's what we would call after the 60s generation, psychedelic imagery. So then what he's saying is that cave art, in some ways, it's not just say like a sacred site. It's very much a living process of personal growth where the person is viewing these images, which in some cases are living images, like with firelights, you can imagine these images flickering on three-dimensional cave walls, then going deeper and deeper in, the point is to show that one's going deeper and deeper into one's own mind. And no. so internet memes, I wish internet memes had that level. <laughs> well, they do. They do. 
Well, okay. There's I was going to save this for later as you were talking about that because I kind of wanted to continue right, the the thing, the thread that I was on, but I'll go ahead and, and kind of get off of that for a second. But like a thousand years from now, two thousand years from now, maybe even fifty years from now, depending because we our our the way we process things is speeding up as we go along. Future historians will look back at internet memes and say, just like I was talking about earlier. Look how they started, and look how they developed into this, and then they developed into that, and th- and we can we can look at that, and we can show it, we can see that this is actually how these people were adapting to this new way of communicating, because before the before the internet memes, before the internet, we communicated very differently than we do now, and so memes are basically how we are adapting to the way we communicate now. Um, but back to, and that's, you know, that's something we can argue, but like, basically I want to get back to the art thing because there's a whole point to this that I would like to, to get out before we, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to miss out on it. Um, so my friend says, no, that's not art. And I said, yes, it is. And I said, you know, it's no different than a cave painting, um, because cave paintings are simplistic. They look kind of half-assed, but it is something that primitive mind was doing to tell a story, right? This is not necessarily what you were talking about, but that's just kind of a basic idea of what a cave painting is, right? Yeah, so I just I just want to correct. The people that made those 3,000 years ago, they were they were just like us today. I mean, they, they had the kind of cognition, brain sizes, so it wasn't so much primitive. Like okay, it, so it primitive be, is the wrong word. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's just my only point of correction. There, go ahead. Well, I don't know if you know this, but I'm really good at words. We had that conversation about Wordle, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm real. I'm really bad at remembering things. <laughs> Uh, in case that conversation was actually after we stopped recording last time, but just uh, I've been playing Wordle with uh, some friends. They they created a game called Wordle Golf, where basically every day you just you tell them what you scored, and it's like you're playing golf. You know, like instead of so you go 18, 18 days. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm Did telling you? the truth. <laughs> I'm just listen. I'm just. I'm not good it's at many things. System. I'm somehow good at Wordle. Okay. For some reason, right. like, when I'm doing it, uh, just th- my thought process with it, I just, I don't know. Like, I can't really, like, I had someone actually ask me, so what's your strategy? And I'm like, I don't really have a strategy. It's just like, I kind of go, okay, well, that letter, that letter, that letter, okay. Well, here, I'll try this word. Oh, it worked. Okay, I'm good. Um, but anyway, again, I don't, I keep going down these rabbit trails. I want to finish up on So my friend, he says, you know, <laughs> It's not art. And I say, well, it is because, yeah, it's, it, it's not good art. I'm not going to say it's sit here, sit here and try to tell you that it's good art. But it is art. It's people trying to create something that speaks, right? They're, they're trying to create an image or a video or something that speaks to someone else, that causes an emotional reaction in someone else. And I feel like that is pretty much the, the easiest explanation of what art is. It's something that someone created, whether they created it for themselves or someone else. It's something that gives an emotional or mental reaction to someone other than themselves. 
Um, so that's what internet memes do. Um, and then, like, I, I tried to play the uh, the uh, the Trump card on him, or maybe it was the Obama card, because uh, remember we talked about the, the Obama poster, the Hope poster, how it was a street art kind of thing. I sent him an image, yeah. a, a Banksy image, and the Banksy image is a police officer with a smiley face, what we now call an emoji, but back then was not known as an emoji. Um, and I said, is this art? And he, you know, yeah, that's art. You know, like, well, how is this not a meme? That's a meme. Because Banksy is saying, you know, the, the police are basically, you know, they're basically a meme. <laughs> so, you know, I don't, you know, I probably should preface that I'm not the biggest uh, knower of what Banksy was trying to say. But I'm just saying, like, his his art is very memeish. Right. It's, it's just it takes like a, a, an idea and he's trying to, to basically show you an idea through his art. And that's what a lot of memes yeah. are. And most memes, yeah. you know, I would say some memes, I will say that they don't maybe the, the person creating them is not really trying to give an idea to you. But I would I would argue that 95 to 99 percent of them, people are trying to parlay some kind of idea through the meme. And to me, that is art. To me, that is communication 101 and so we live in a meme society and those of you like you that hate memes and don't you know blah blah get used to them my friend because that's the way we're going to be communicating from i mean we are like we literally already do it like think about the way you text do you use emojis when you text sometimes yeah you're using memes to communicate something because right. emojis are basically See. memes. Magnificent effort. Yeah, I've had political debates with people that just respond to my points with memes. And I'm like, <laughs> man. Like, why am I trying so hard? Why, why am I trying so hard to think? That is a good I question just... for anyone in the world to ask themselves. Why are you trying so hard? Why are you trying so hard? Well, just live life. Yeah. I ask myself that question all the time. Why do I try? Why am I even trying? Just live the life that's handed to you. Okey-dokey. We haven't got a chance right now. The digital era. Let's just talk about We mentioned the internet, but let's just see digital because a lot of this was happening there people had personal digital computers and could make art on personal computers before there was an internet. So the internet just connected those computers together. But I think what happened with digital technology is it fundamentally cheapened art. Oh yeah. It made made it it made it so easy to create anything that you have, you know, I don't know, 3 billion creators that don't don't want to put forth the effort that can copy and paste and put something together in like a minute and call it done. Um, and I'm just, I'm going to get on, I'm going to be a little bit of a boomer, I'm afraid right here, but I listen to modern electronic music and it sounds the exact same as music I listened to 20, 30 years ago. Oh yeah, absolutely. And okay. What's going on here? Well, in some cases, the art itself is limited by the technology, which say, if you're going to use say certain types of technology with certain limitations, then that limits the art itself. So if you're just using a DAW, 
and you're copying and pasting and you're recording or you're taking MIDI files from one dude and you're just copying and pasting or like you don't even need to know music. You don't have a need a desire to learn music. You don't need a desire to reach deep inside and say, what is the music inside of me and how can I compose that? No, all you got to do is borrow this, borrow this, borrow this, copy, paste, and you got a three-minute track. It's easy to upload that, so it's going out on Spotify, iTunes, it's going everywhere. But it's like, you know, the music that most people are making today sound exactly the same as the music that was made 20 years ago without DAWs. Like back when it was hard to do electronic music because you had old equipment. It didn't always work right. You had to patch stuff together. Uh, I think some of the best electronic music of all time is still in the 90s. <laughs> and maybe that I'm still... Okay, what does this mean? Well, okay, digital technology cheapens art. And okay, if memes are an emergent art movement, emergent based on the technology, then it's a cheap emergent art movement um and and again maybe this is just me being a boomer and being like get oh, the fuck man. off my lawn i was literally about to say i'm about to destroy your world with two simple words okay boomer because <laughs> you sound like a boomer because that's a meme you say okay boomer i'm like thank you meme yeah do you but- think in memes <laughs> <laughs> like are, is there, are just memes running through your head all the time but again what is a meme? <laughs> what, am I, what am I talking okay. about with uh, yeah. the meme? Right. I am sh- I'm right. sharing with you the information that you are starting to sound like. Back in my day, we did it. We like yeah. you. And listen, I I I understand where you're coming from, and I agree with you that music sounds the same. You know, music hasn't changed. Yeah. You know. And it's not just electronic music, you know, pop music is the same. Like, you know, I expect it with pop. though. Yeah. But I mean, like, well, like pop music went like in the 70s. Like you listen to a song in the 70s. It sounds different than a song in the 80s. It sounds different than a song in the 90s. But starting in like 2000, when the Internet came around, the the song starts sounding, you know, even today, like all the same, you know, and and then people are just borrowing. Most pop music. Most pop music doesn't even break the key that it, the song is written in, yeah. which is to say, one four five six one five six four one five four six one six one five four. We're gonna change it up. We're gonna go five six one four. This life is kind of hard. If you don't know music, you know you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm right there with Most you because I don't know what the fuck today. you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, most people making music today don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I'm just, yeah. gosh, I know it sucks. I know it sucks. But this was actually a lead-in. You can finish. Okay, if you had a point. But this, uh, just, that what I was trying to say is a lead-in to something else. Okay, so. so let me let me just kind of go, kind of give you a little retort to some of the things you said, and that's basically okay. that. So your 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 thesis that uh, the that the internet. The digital age has cheapened art. Um, I can I can see that argument. However, the idea that because it's so accessible is what cheapens it, I would have to disagree with that because art can be made from anything. Same thing with electronic art. You know, the like from same thing with music. Sorry. So like, 
in the 1980s, I made art. In the in the early 1980s, I made art because I used crayons. Named art. We I used crayons. Yeah, I I I had crayons. I had pencils. I had pens. Every night during the school year, every night, I draw two drawings for my children at, to put in their lunchbox the next day when they go to school. I just use markers and crayons to do these drawings. I'm making art every night. Um, you same thing with with music. You know, yes, it's easier to make electronic music. It was harder back then, um, but. At the same time, anyone could have made music before the internet. Now, could anyone make music and then release it and get paid for it? Maybe not, because it, that's the thing. That's the thing that the digital age has brought about is is brought about like more options. Like, for instance, we'll never have TV shows like Seinfeld or ER or Mash or any of these old TV shows that were cultural cornerstones right we'll never have that again because because it's so there's so many choices the last thing that we really had that that was that way was game of thrones and you know whenever the and that started really before the streaming services came about and then once you know it kind of petered out after the streaming service because they you know they they like if you go and you look at the ratings and the uh the viewership of Game of Thrones, it just, it constant, it was like a downhill thing. And you can say it was because of the quality of the show or whatever, but, but it was also because just people had more options. Um, same thing with, with the digital age, you know, with, with the internet and stuff. Yeah, they're, like, like, they're like, there's porn. Why would I watch this with yeah, all the killing yeah. when I can just watch yeah. porn? Um, but, but yeah, so like, I, I just push back a little bit on the idea that it's that the art has been cheapened because of the accessibility. It's more about the other thing you were talking about, which is people have become less, you know, and this goes a little bit against my philosophy in life. Um, Cause I'll be honest with you, you, the thing you kind of talked about where you kind of share this and you take this and you take this, there's a great book uh, by uh, uh, a guy named Austin Kleon um, called Steal Like an Artist. Every artist in the world has stolen from other mm-hmm. artists. Like, that's what they do, sure. right? Mm-hmm. You're talking about how electronic music artists these days, they can just grab, 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 throw it together. Okay, here you yeah. go, right? Um, that kind of is what I do in a lot of what I do. Like, is I grab, grab, yeah. grab, 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 throw it together. And, but the thing is, like, maybe I don't do it as well as somebody like Quentin Tarantino because – you look at his movies. They're grab, 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 grab. Put it together. Here you go. He's just mm-hmm. he's just really good at making it seem new and seem like something that's that's original. When it's really you know he's just using he's pulling all of his influences together to make a big uh, meatloaf, a meta loaf. And boom goes the dynamite. And throw another wow, that, wow, it's amazing <laughs> what you just did there. I did that. I did that with my brain. Um, but yeah, so. Again, I just just to reiterate what I'm saying, I don't think that the accessibility is what has cheapened art. I think it's that people have been, uh, you know, <laughs> to quote Ian Malcolm, um, they're so uh, they're so eager to do it, they're so interested to know if they can put it together this way uh, that they didn't stop to think if they should. 
they didn't they didn't earn it, right? They don't earn. Yeah. You know, you stood. That, that's the actual. That's the better Ian Malcolm quote. You stood on the backs of, of pioneers, and now you're slapping it on a lunchbox. You know, you didn't you didn't take what it earns to get here. So anyway, now you can now you can go ahead with what you were leading into, or you can retort. I don't care. Just just don't talk. No, don't, I don't, just start talking so I can stop talking. I, I mean, I generally agree with you. Like, I'm not gonna retort anything that you said, but here. This is where I want to go with it. There's a key. Like I mentioned earlier, right, about our introduction to memes. Memes are like sugar. They're like a quantized, really efficient, complex information storage mechanism that our brains like. I like turtles. So I mentioned that, right? And we had this conversation about memes, history, and stuff, which I thank you for, for bringing that to the table because you asked me. I, I mean, I could have maybe dragged some of that from the depths of my memory but i would have been blown off spider webs it would have been like before i said so i'm glad that you did that well i will say if Here's there's the anybody anybody th- listening if actually we do have anybody that listens to it there's probably at least one person out there that's like all of what he said is bullshit like this it's not true he read oh, sure. whatever video I'm he sure got that. that from was wrong will you do me a kindness yeah i mean you can't make everybody happy i don't even try why bother i yeah. don't care Here's, here's the deal, right? I mentioned sugar. Information, complexity, sort of compressed down into a, an efficient information storage vehicle. Memes. And we, we're attracted to them. We like them. Um, there's a purpose for this. Uh, the popularity of memes might be a current phenomenon, but it's rooted in the cognition of our minds, which is well over 100,000 years old. So this behavior of looking for memes, this is likely a behavior that in some form has been going on for 100,000 years or more. Since the time of Uh, the primitive caveman. This this craving for memes for what I'm what I'm getting to is novelty. This concept of novelty, something new. There's this this theory of peak shift that our our nervous system is fine tuned to notice like gradient shifts, like when something changes, but our psychology is also finely tuned to notice anomalies when something is different. We have this innate desire to seek novelty, something new. It's very deep, like, but it goes deeper than that because our, our brains are novelty generators. So it's not just that our brains are hungry for novelty, but our brains are novelty generators. So that's why there's this mechanism for somebody to make a meme. It's this desire to make novelty. Hey, novelty, novelty, novelty. And with most forms of novelty, true novelty is actually rare. Not really. You can pretty much go to any kind of like theme park or something. They have novelties all over the place. Life is kind of hard. 
Yeah, and you buy them and take them home, and then like mm-hmm. another thousand people buy them and take them. I home like to call them tchotchkes. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead. But no, the idea is people have a desire not just to seek novelty, but to create novelty. But the 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 part of creation is the hard part. Right? To become an expert, you've heard the saying 10,000 hours to become an expert. You need to do something for 10,000 hours to become an expert. Well, it's not quite 10,000 hours, right? All that means is that it takes time for your muscle memory to learn a skill well enough that you can become an expert at it. So then if you want to be a novelty generator, it is going to take time for your body and brain as novelty generators to be good at it. You got to do it over and over and over again. And you're going to have to fail a lot of times and you're going to have to learn from those failures in order to get better, in order to become a better novelty generator. And my concern is that the majority of people making memes on the internet, they don't care. (laughs) Okay. Maybe ones that have been doing a long time. I don't know these people. Please introduce yourself to me sometime. Uh, maybe in a meme, like that dude that's looking at the girl and when he's walking with another girl. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? No, to I be good it. at creating novelty, it takes time. And yeah. that's so an artist, when you're talking about a true, never mind art, art in the, in the eye of the beholder, I'm talking about an artist. To be an artist, it takes time. You have to do something over and over again. It's not just a matter of like, I'm going to borrow here. Because artists do borrow. Why do artists borrow? Because true novelty is rare. (laughs) The best that we can do in our novelty-seeking brains and in our feeble attempts to reproduce novelty is to take other people's novelty and like reinvent it and be like, hey, look what I did. Magnificent effort. So... It was messy, but thanks. Let me just... (laughs) kind of throw this out there to you i feel like our arguments are are i feel like we're i feel like we have a lot of the same thoughts but where our arguments diverge is that i feel like you you think it's only good let's just use that term you think something is only good is if if you again have that ian malcolm they earned it right they 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 took the time to be you know to to hone their craft and to make something worth something right i on the other hand feel like it, there's so much in this world that we consider worthy that did not take that time so who's to say that and that's and and the thing is like my 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 ultimate goal in this this idea is: Are memes good? Are they are they something that that is it something that we should embrace as this is a way we communicate? This is this is a way we're going to continue to communicate, or should we fight against it? And my I fall firmly in the this is the way we communicate. This is the way we're going to communicate. Embrace it, get used to it, learn how to live your life around it. Um, because it's not going anywhere anytime soon. I feel like, obviously, you would be on the other side of, you know, if I can, well, I'm going to fight I it, mean, you know? again, I, I have to pick my battles at, as a creative individual. And I am, 
I'm not sold on fighting this at all. I mean, I think it's inevitable. I can understand the progression. Like, again, I just kind of mentioned a little bit of like 100,000 years of human cognition. I mean, yeah. I understand these things have been going on for a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Memes are just kind of the modern incarnation of it. Um, it is on the internet. Information efficiency is key on the internet. Information has to be efficient. Like, if it's not efficient, it just doesn't really get transmitted very well. So it seems like the technology itself would groom for things like this. Um, and I, again, that's just me being derogatory, but I'm like, are people thinking in memes? In some ways they are, yes. Uh, I think in memes. That's, that's the natural state of human cognition, actually. Like I said, kind of opening this up, memes are like sugar, information sugar for the brain. Um. I see. Yeah, I really again. I, just, I don't I'm like that analogy it. because sugar is most definitely bad for you. Whereas I don't know that. Yeah. Well, no, it's not. So you see, but the reason why we crave sugar is because that's what the brain runs on. Literally, like if you can think, it's because your brain is metabolically converting sugars into energy. So too much um, sugar is bad for you. Is really the better way to say it's bad. It. Bad for the body, but the yeah. brain craves it. I mean, Processed that's why people sugar. get addicted to sugar. Yeah. Yeah, it's weaponized. It's like cocaine. Sugar is yeah. like the cocaine of cocaine. Sugar is. No I'm going to put that on a t shirt. Sugar is the cocaine sugar. of cocaine. <laughs> yeah, we have at least three t shirt designs. We need to find a t shirt designer. The universe is a dong. The universe is shaped yeah. like a dong. Uh, what was. <laughs> we had the other one. Was it fuck? I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> yeah, fuck, I didn't mean to do that. What that is that one? That's. <laughs> That is the yeah, that epitome of my life. Fuck, I did not mean to. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, I just feel like. Yeah, fuck, that's not what I wanted. That's yeah, fuck, that's not what I wanted. Uh, yeah, memes are, okay. I like art, like so many other things that we've talked about. Memes are not good or bad. They're here to stay. Uh, I, and, and, and my message is embrace them. Uh, memes are love. Memes are life. You know, just just embrace it. Uh, Wait, are you uh, giving me a cup of Kool Aid right now? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's nice and sweet, and you know, it get, gets in your brain, and it'll kill you, just like a meme. <laughs> um, <laughs> by the way, quick side well, note: uh, yeah. they, they didn't in in. Uh, they didn't have. It wasn't Kool Aid. It was Flavor Aid. Just get it right, okay? Damn. Just get it get right. I've seen wrong. many. Do- I've seen like six documentaries on. That. I don't know why I was. There was like a, okay. a two year period where I was really obsessed with Jonestown and like just like I, I was because you I mean, right, I mean yeah. how do you like how do you spread the meme to the people that they have to follow you. <laughs> And you didn't have the internet to do yeah, it, no, right? That's... And then you then you spread the meme to them that they have to kill themselves. <laughs> it just, it just... Well, yeah, okay. So, like, in politics, pro-choice, pro-life. Those are memes. Yeah. They're framed memes. Yeah. They actually don't reflect anything substantial. They're just framed memes so that people that buy into those abstractions can be manipulated by those abstractions. Because the point of memes in politics is manipulation. Um, we can look for signs of sort of working memory memes in economics, in religion. How much of religion 
is like rooted in this idea of memes um, as working memory functions. Uh, So I think we've come down to, we both agree, memes are great. Memes are great. So um, the Z that Putin's sol- soldiers were putting on the Russian, that the Z was a meme. Well, you'll have to tell me about this. I don't right? know what this is. Oh, you know about the Zs that the, the Z, Russians no. were putting on their tanks and their no. military? And it's, so Z is a propaganda um, symbol. It's a meme, one letter Z, that encapsulates the kind of ideals of the Russian war effort um, as propaganda does. Um, but it made me realize the Z is probably the child, the propaganda child of QAnon. <laughs> so Q was the most recent political meme that herded people into manipulated political beliefs. Did I just oh, jump wait, off you, the pier? Are you I feel like I just to... jumped off the pier. What's that? I feel like I just jumped off the pier. I just, I don't. You, like, I. Well, okay, so the point so, was like, memes I don't wanna... are not entirely all good. Like, memes can be devices for mind manipulation, social manipulation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is, so we're, memes we're are having like a sugar. Watchmen moment. We're having a Watchmen moment with memes. Yeah, there, there. Some memes are like sugar. There's the good, the good memes and the bad memes. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but specifically with internet, my point was not that internet memes are good. <laughs> it's that they're here to stay. I get so many people yeah. that 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 they make comments about oh memes, and I'm like, they're here to stay, my friend, and and. You just need to get used to it. Um, and But I do think yeah, that me, they're like, I, they're like, you know, so here's my campaign. Like, yeah, my, my campaign to be the president of the memes, the, the Pope memes. Um, memes are... Pope memes. Pope memes. P-O-T-M-E-M-E-S. Pope memes. Not POTUS, See, I think, Pope I'm memes. In, I'm in Colorado. I think pot memes. <laughs> <laughs> memes of just cannabis. <laughs> I mean, there's gazillions of those. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I tried to wrap this up like I was trying to wrap this up like five minutes ago, but you kept talking, man. Okay. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know I how do to wrap that. it up now. When I said memes are love, memes are life, that was supposed to be the end of it. It was supposed to be like, okay, oh, there's you want- some music right there. <laughs> you want to wrap that? Play the music, Erwin. Come want, on, man. You want to do that? Meme, memes or love? Okay, here we go. <clears throat> okay. Here we go. Yeah. Memes are love. Memes are life. Just remember it. Keep it in your heart. Take it to bed every night and sleep with it. And in the morning, cook it breakfast. And the people Eggs. said... What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> hey, uh, just 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 to wrap this up uh, succinctly and everything, where can people find you on the internet and send you memes? On the 
<laughs> I hide on the internet. I'm hiding. You're hiding? You're no longer yeah. at Blue Tensor Media? Oh, yeah. I Well, yeah. I didn't, Listen, I didn't if conceal you, that hiding if, place. If you're listening at, to this, go on Twitter, at Blue Tensor Media. Send him all the memes. Send the man all the memes. He's going to love them. Here we go. They better be good memes. I'm at LOL me I wait LOL it me I LOL it me IRL. That's how you can find me on Twitter. All right. Don't find us. Well, find find Woody. Don't find me. No. Find find Frisk. Send him all the memes. Find me and just send me like a bunch of like articles because I won't read them. Yeah, Frisk spelled P H E N O M E N A U T I C U S. I think you spelled it wrong. Spell that? <laughs> I think you spelled it wrong. Well, nobody can pronounce it right anyway, so I don't know what it matters. It's Phenomenoticus, right? Phenomenoticus. Phenomenoticus. How's that hard yeah, to pronounce? Yeah, that's my brother. <clears throat> that's my brother. He can't pronounce it? Phenomenoticus Thornhill. Phenomenon. Okay. All right, man. All right. So we'll stop recording. And then you want to uh, chat a little bit after? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. All right. Let's stop recording. You ready to stop? Yeah. We'll stop recording in three, two, let it hang. And one. The Metal Loaf Podcast with Risk Thornhill and Woody Stevens is produced by Erwin Scat, featuring music by One Versus Zero, sound design by Phenomenalis.